Hello, and welcome back to the Spiritual Virtues Podcast. Today, we are reading the fourth story from the book Mighty, and it is called The Roses. The Roses, New York City, USA, 1912. Read all about it. Read all about it. The distant shouts of the newspaper seller carried up into the apartment above where Howard Colby Ives sat. Howard fidgeted his feet impatiently. He adjusted his tie and looked up at the clock on the wall. Twenty minutes had passed. Twenty minutes past three. Howard let out a long sigh. (sighs) It's been twenty minutes since the interview started, thought Howard warily. When is the interviewer going to give Abdu'l-Bahá a chance to speak? Howard, together with a few other guests, had come to an interview that was taking place with Abdu'l-Bahá. The interviewer, a gentleman with round glasses, was writing an article about Abdu'l-Bahá and had asked to meet with him. But since the start of the interview, only the interviewer had spoken. His questions were long, one after the other, without pause, and he didn't give Abdu'l-Bahá any opportunity to answer. Restless, Howard looked around the room. The man to his right kept tapping his pen on his knee. The woman to his left kept opening and closing her fan. Howard looked up at the clock again. Twenty-six minutes past three. The interviewer was still talking. Howard's eyes strayed toward the door. He noticed the enormous bunch of pink roses that had been given to Abdu'l-Bahá as a gift that morning. The bunch of roses was so large and the stems so long, no vase big enough had been found to put them in. (laughs) What did they put the roses in, Howard wondered. He leaned sideways and chuckled softly at what he saw. Someone had placed the roses in the umbrella stand. How creative, he thought. The voice of the interviewer pulled his attention back into the room. The interviewer was still talking. What is an umbrella stand? It's where people keep the umbrellas. Then he he saw the big, beautiful pink roses. Then he was kind of curious what they put the men. Then he found out it was an umbrella stand. And I wonder if they're going to stick an umbrella in the middle of it. Because like someone might think, oh, these are umbrellas. <laughs> I hope not. Yes, an umbrella stand is a stand or a kind of like a, a vase that's super tall and relatively narrow. And they're kept by the door and people put their umbrellas in there when they're wet so that it doesn't make the house wet and you don't have to leave them outside and you know exactly where your umbrella is. So they couldn't find a vase or a vase big enough for the flowers. So they actually put it in the umbrella stand, which is actually incredibly creative. Someone was, someone must stop the interview. Howard thought impatiently. He looked around the room to see who might put an end to this uncomfortable situation. Suddenly he had a thought. Perhaps Abdu'l-Bahá will just end the interview himself. Howard looked to Abdu'l-Bahá. To Howard's surprise, however, Abdu'l-Bahá sat perfectly relaxed. His brilliant blue eyes shone brightly and his face was radiant. He did not seem impatient or upset. In fact, he seemed to be listening with great interest to every word that the interviewer had to say. Abdu'l-Bahá's expression seemed to show infinite love, patience, and understanding. Finally, the interview paused. Howard held his breath as silence filled the room. Then ever so gently, the silence was broken by the voice of Abdu'l-Bahá, the soft voice of Abdu'l-Bahá. The humility and majesty in Abdu'l-Bahá's every word and expression captivated Howard's heart. 
Howard looked at the interviewer and was surprised by what he saw. Something within the gentleman had changed. He was now listening eagerly to Abdu'l-Bahá, and his face was luminous. His whole being seemed to show humility. Could it be that, all this time, Abdu'l-Bahá had been listening patiently, letting the interviewer empty his heart and mind? The same way that it is impossible to pour water into a cup that is already full, perhaps Abdu'l-Bahá was waiting for the interviewer to empty himself of all his questions and ideas so that he could receive Abdu'l-Bahá's words and love. How different the conversation might have been had someone interrupted the interviewer before he was ready to listen. Abdu'l-Bahá finished the interview and rose from his chair. All those gathered stood to their feet. Abdu'l-Bahá warmly embraced the interviewer and walked with him towards the front door. Suddenly, Abdu'l-Bahá paused. Seeing the enormous bunch of roses in the umbrella stand, he let out a joyful laugh, filling the room with laughter and delight. He then gathered the magnificent bunch of roses in his arms and placed them in the arms of the interviewer. Surprised, the interviewer beamed with happiness. He looked so radiant, so humble, and so transformed. Howard's face broke into a wide smile. He knew that he would never forget this experience. He had learned from Abdu'l-Bahá what it means to truly listen. The wise are they that speak not unless they obtain a hearing. Baha'u'llah. I like this imagery where it says, Perhaps Abdu'l-Bahá was waiting for the interviewer to empty himself of all his questions and ideas so that he could receive Abdu'l-Bahá's words and love. So it was talking about if you have a cup and it's completely full, you can't put more love or water or anything into it, right? Unless you drink it up. But Yeah, you have to get rid of the water that's inside the cup first. And so the interviewer was talking, 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 talking until he was ready to be filled with Abdu'l-Bahá's words and responses. So, like, he's drinking, 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 drinking. Yes. And then he's finally time, ready for more. Yes, exactly. And so Howard Colby Ives was getting really frustrated because he was feeling, why was he getting so frustrated? He thought it was unfair to... Abdu'l-Bahá. Abdu'l-Bahá. Yeah, he felt it was rude and impolite and unfair to Abdu'l-Bahá. But Abdu'l-Bahá knew better, right? Was Abdu'l-Bahá upset about it? Nope. No, because he knew exactly what that man needed. And he also was listening so intently. People tell stories about how Abdu'l-Bahá, he would just look at you and you would feel so incredibly loved and so incredibly understood. And I think one of the most important lessons that we can learn about friendship and about any any relationship, really, all the relationships that we have in our life, is that people really just want to be seen, right? Yeah. They want to be recognized. They want to be understood. And they want to be accepted for who they truly are, right? Yeah. And the only way that we can really see people is by slowing down being good listeners, and observing other people. And sometimes in our world, we are way too busy with what we feel like we have to do, what we have to do next, what we want to do, how we're feeling, that the listening and the observing part gets lost. So I think this is a really important lesson about slowing down and listening to people without thinking about your response, but listening 
because you want to get to know them and you want to show them your love and affection. And the only way we can do that is by understanding a person and knowing what they find to be loving and affectionate, right? And giving somebody what they need. If somebody doesn't need something and we keep giving it to them, that's not helpful, right? If somebody has lots and lots of clothes, but is so hungry, then giving them clothes isn't going to be helpful. We want to feed them the food that they need. And that's the same for the emotional and spiritual needs of people too. Yeah. And you do a very, very good job at that because you're constantly thinking about what would make somebody else happy. Yeah. And thinking about what somebody needs. Like, I sewed a, like, sleeping bag for my brother's stuffed animal. Because you knew that he would find that fun and yeah, and he would I like s- that? And I sewed, like, three sleeping bags. One for mine, two for mine, because I had two with them. One for Parker's, then I'm thinking of making a camping game with all of them. That's a nice idea. You're so generous and you're so loving and you're so thoughtful. All right, time for bed. I am so tired. Are you tired? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> Not tired enough. All right. Have a great night or day whenever you're listening to this. Bye.